Go ahead and give me that sanity check. <laughs> what? Ooh, too bad, so sad. Looks like you just picked up a derangement, friend. Happy Harvey here, and you'd be insane not to check out Chaotic Click Clacks. That's right, friends. Head on over to Facebook, Instagram, or Etsy and search up Chaotic Click Clacks. Peruse their exotic array of handmade gaming dice. So the next time you're staring into the gaping mall of insanity, you can do so with confidence and style. Remember, Chaotic Click Clacks, where we want to be your clack dealer. Welcome to Maximum Rural Entertainment Podcast, where we take the time to interview folks within the gaming industry. And for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a segment called Dice Dice Baby. Uh, and to help me out in work through this uh, dice manufacturing process, uh, we're bringing Jenna. She's uh, our resident dice maker and podcasting co-host on several of our shows. Welcome, Jenna. Thanks for letting me co-host. Um, I'm pretty excited okay. about this segment because obviously I'm a, I'm a dice maker. Um, yeah, I'm really excited that. to have Peyton and Stephanie here from Nookscape Crafts. Uh, they're zooming in from Michigan. Welcome. Yeah, hey. <laughs> hey. Thank you guys for having us. Right on. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to let so Jenna... Ah, uh, okay, go ahead. No, that's fine. My bad. <laughs> Nickscape Crafts, they just opened up their uh, online store on the 1st of April, which is very exciting. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's crazy to think they were open sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's uh, been one of the things that, like, when I first started making dice, I didn't originally get into dice making with the intention of selling them. So to be able to do so, especially to a community of people who are, I guess, you know, just so interactive, it's been really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think we were talking before the podcast that you kind of got into this um, early last year at the, and then you kind of took up the hobby in the beginning of the quarantine pandemic uh like a lot of us did i think when we had a little <laughs> more time on our hands and right yeah just kind of bloomed from there right exactly yeah you know it's um like i started DD around that time and i have a few friends who have a lot of dice and you know from there it was like oh cool like you know you have really cool dice i'll look into getting some you know like uh I guess more elaborate designs as well like you know order off a line or something like that and from there it's like I found uh, through reddit like a dice making channel or you know a few dice making channels and seeing that I was just like oh you know you can make dice I didn't even think of that and you know took up the hobby and it was all <laughs> it all um snowballed from there <laughs> yep yep it's like going down the rabbit hole <laughs> right yeah <laughs> Very, very expensive, <laughs> long. Uh, yes. <laughs> Accurate. I thought I'd be able to do it. I bought the printer and I was like, I can make dice. And then Jenna's like, no, there's way more to it. You have to polish and then you have to do this. And you have to do this. And I'm like, right. Yeah. I don't have time to do this. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely a time consuming hobby, but it's so rewarding. So it's just like every time you're like, but I get the shiny cook clacks in the end. <laughs> yeah. And your dice set's bigger than everybody you... else's. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Whatever. It's fine. How many of yours do you keep? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? How many have you kept of your own sets? Oh, man. I have like a whole bag here of like my own dice. Um, <laughs> I love it. And then I, I have say way too dice. many. I'm always trying to go in her dice and sell them. <laughs> I'm like, no, these are my personal collection. I have them all over my desk. Like they're they're mine. <laughs> it's funny because like I didn't realize how many dice that I had. And even like in my friend group, I don't have a lot considered like compared to my friends. Like I don't have that many. At least I don't feel like I do. 
but it's funny because like um like a few months ago I had did like a TikTok and there was like a part of it where I poured my dice bag out and it wasn't until I saw it all scattered on the floor because it was supposed to fall in a box it didn't but like um it wasn't until I saw them all over the floor that I was like oh I have a lot of dice (laughs) (laughs) I've never had too many dice I've been collecting dice for for 30 plus years now and oh wow (laughs) I agree (laughs) we need to see your goblin hoard of dice Kelly you're gonna have to post all of your dice that you own on Instagram Right, uh, yeah. I did. I did actually post it on it. I had all my first edition D and D. Well, oh. married. Mm-hmm. This is my second marriage, so my uh, half of my <laughs> dice charts didn't make it. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> his ex-wife got his dice in the divorce. Uh, <laughs> someone did. It wasn't me. <laughs> but no, they probably just got misplaced. I, I know my mother over the years, like when I was growing up, I, I've been playing since 88 and I'm sure she's thrown away. Like I'd go away for the summers, come back and I'd be missing dice. And uh, yeah, yeah. over the years, you know, I've lost dice in several different countries. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> But now I collect metal dice, and uh, I collect some other dice. I haven't bought any from Jenna yet. I'm waiting for the rest of our podcast team to finish getting all their cool dice made, and then I'll eventually get mine. So I just go to all you guys, and I'm like, "Ooh, I like these. I like these." And then Jenna's like, "Really? You're not gonna? You're not gonna get at me, huh?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're just like saving the best for last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. True. So, um. Tell me about where you draw your inspiration for your dice from. Um, for me, it's different things. Um, sometimes it's like, you know, different characters that I have that I, I've been playing in D&D. Or sometimes it's like family members, like my mom, my brother, friends, you know, they'll tell me things like, oh, you should try like putting this in dice or doing this. And I'm like, all right, bet. I'll give it a try. <laughs> um uh sometimes it's just like uh on there's a discord that I'm a part of and um it's a really great source for the dice community because Mm -hmm. you know it's so collaborative but they also have contests on there with different themes so sometimes it's just you know playing around with stuff on there that I'm like oh okay like you know I like the way this came out you know I'll make a full set of it or something yeah yeah I'm more of the um dreamer that she used to says mom you can scale that back so I come and be like hey Peyton I have an idea let's do this and uh sometimes she will try it and sometimes she's like no mom stop I'm like they're so small we don't have enough room for all the things <laughs> yeah I'm learning I hear how to that. Do that. <laughs> I, I'm learning how to put the images on on the high or low side and say it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a challenge uh, I'll eventually <laughs> figure it out somehow. Yeah, he's talking about putting the images like on the on the faces when he 3D prints the masters. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. At first he thought he could just print the dice and I was like, no, buddy, no. <laughs> you get the masters and then you got the masters and then you spend like 10 hours making those right. masters perfect. Then you uh, lose a bunch of silicone trying to <laughs> not have pure inhibition and this all conversation sounds science. so similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing, man. And then yeah. you make folds and then you pour the dice. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I know um even like when I was uh first telling my mom about the process, I'm like, this is the mold, this is the master, this is the dice. You need all three though. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And you need the pressure pod and the air compressor and the <laughs> Yeah. She let me make my first pair. Oh, she nice. met my first pair last night so yeah. oh, i yeah. still don't know how they're coming out so yeah they're in the pressure pot now <laughs> you make your your first ones you showed her how to make them that's so so awesome yeah so uh she got her own respirator so um we were both sitting uh here just i make my desk just right here at the desk um and so yeah we she had like a, a a theme that she wanted to do and then i worked alongside her and uh yeah so We'll hopefully get to demote those either later today or sometime tomorrow. That's so cool. That's been kind of my best part, you know, um, as Peyton, as my daughter, like watching her grow up. But this time that I get to spend with her, like, you know, she's graduated college, you know, as a woman, like getting to know her as my friend now, like that is what I enjoy. 
Oh. I wish yeah. I yeah, it's really <laughs> cool that you guys are able to do that together and, you know, just spend that quality time together doing something you both enjoy. Right. Yeah. And it's cool because, you know, with uh, the business, um, there's different sides of it that we both have our like niche in. So for me, it's like, I really like, you know, making the dice. Whereas if you look on our website, 99% of those photos were taken by my mom. Like she oh, has nice. like her eye for, for, for photography. Like that's something she's like really good at. And, you know, obviously she also does like the financial side of things. You know, that's what she does. Um, but yeah, so it's like, we both have like sides that we really revel in and that we really love. And that's actually how I kind of rate her dice or how I um, like say how much I like them. I go, oh, I really want to take pictures of these. These are great. Yeah. This is what I want to take pictures of. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I wish I had a uh, mom who's interested in that. <laughs> Help me take care of the financials. In the right. Yeah. Like she's like, you know, oh, I'm just going to take these. I'm like, do your thing. Like do what you want with them. I love it. Yeah, so it works out great. It's <laughs> really supported you in this and been like really, really, like really in it with you, which is right. Great. Yeah. And love it. Yeah. Like, and honestly, like, even like both of my parents have, like, even though, like, you know, my dad's not part of the business, but like family and friends, they've all been really supportive. Um, you know, something I know I mentioned uh, earlier is that, like, you know, even like my first couple of sales were family and friends, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's really nice to have such. Um, you know, a supportive family and friend, you know, network in real life, and then also being able to, you know, kind of reach out to the dice community that's also so supportive and open. Yep. I love the dice community. It was, yeah. um, it was amazing. Um, when I started, yeah, I was just in awe of all these groups that like people just help each other, you know, if people right. are struggling, like, you know, you'll have a bunch of people that are willing to help you figure out and problem solve and right. share techniques and um and it's just been a really like loving and like positive place for the most part um and so i really i really like that and people always want to shout out the new dice makers and encourage each other um, yeah yeah save my mental health during the <laughs> pandemic you know that and gaming <laughs> <laughs> right I feel you <laughs> um, so I think that it's been really awesome to be a part of yeah. um what tell me about your like favorite techniques or like your favorite set of dice that you've made and maybe maybe uh your mom can pipe in and tell us which of uh describe the dice that she's like that you've made okay um for me personally um so I have like kind of two that are tied for favorites and like, you know, surprise, surprise, they're sets that I ended up making for the shop opening. Um, so it's like the summer sweetness set that I have. Um, I actually made a version for myself months before I even thought of making a shop. That's what's in this cup here because I use them so often. I don't even put them away that I'm like, I'm just going to keep them here. So they're ready to go all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, so these are honestly some of my favorite, mainly because, um, you know, they do have a liquid core to them, which is, I mean, it's just fun to look at. They're pretty mm -hmm. they're shiny and they move. Um, and then also, I guess my other favorite is uh, what we call our Decepticon set. So it has the color shifting powder in it. Mm -hmm. um, mainly it's because I remember being so mind blown when I was like, I was holding it up after sanding it. And I was like, oh my God, it just turned gray, like in the light. It just change color that's so great I love it so those two are probably my favorites <laughs> I love it and I would say probably her Decepticon dice are my favorite and just kind of the same thing and the other one that um I've been begging her to make a set of and it's a it's a clear but it have like color inked in it it looks like ocean waves and colors and um, I've already have the background when I take the picture that I'm going to use for this background for the pictures nice. and that's how I like it you know I just wonder what I can when I can take pictures of it I'll make it the next thing I'm saying it right now it's on it's on the recording it's on the record it's literally on the record I'll, I'll make those is. next <laughs> yeah. there it is next uh, 
You got till next Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I got it. I'm gonna tag you guys when I do it. <laughs> yep. yep. And so you should. And mm-hmm. you know, so our listeners can can look at these sets that you've the summer sweetness set and the Decepticon set on your website, right? Yeah. Yes. Website just for so that they can go check it out right now as they're listening. Yes. Okay, I am right. Uh, so, yeah, our website is www.nookstatecraft. So, um, that's, you know, their brand or business, you know, everything, all of our handles is at nookstatecraft. So, um, yeah, feel free to check us out. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. We have dice set and we also have like, you can uh, hire us for commission dice. Cause we, if you look at the gallery, we have some, some dice that are just not for sale. Um, we just didn't make sets of, but you can get them. Right. Yeah. You know, some things that I've posted are just previous works that I've done for myself, but I'm still, you know, I still love them. I just didn't end up making a full set of them. I do like the fact that you have, uh, you know, it's good drop down windows and then you got, uh you know you don't have to get the complete sets and you it, your website's very friendly easy to use uh thank you to, to navigate yeah i'm just slowly building a cart full of stuff <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say as he's ordering from your website <laughs> i was like oh these are cool oh these are cool oh i like these too thank you <laughs> Yeah, that was, I mean, that's another thing too, where it's like, you know, um, when, I mean, cause I was um, mainly the uh, one of the two of us who was building the website and it started off as a template, but there was like a lot of things that I had in mind that I wanted to incorporate. So it ended up being like, oh, well, how do I get this? Okay, the template doesn't have that. What well, we're gonna refresh on HTML and put that in there ourselves then. <laughs> Are you a web designer? No, like- I, no, not at all. <laughs> You're saying a lot of words and my therapist here <laughs> don't understand. They're like, what is this? I understood HTML. <laughs> yeah, basically I, I did some very basic coding stuff, like nothing like advanced, just like, you know, HTML, CSS, but um, I, I got to like incorporate, you know, some cool apps into it. And um, that was also very fun for me as well. Um, so it, it, was, it was fun in all steps of the process. <laughs> <laughs> that's my idea of a frustrating day where i might throw my laptop um <laughs> I, know I feel all the time all the time i just want to smash but, one monitor over another one and right i mean there were some moments <laughs> but i i have a lot of uh appreciation for the people that are patient that can figure that stuff out because i'm just like oh no oh no this is not for me <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome that you built your own website and it's so user-friendly. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. tell us about where you're going to see yourself in five years as a dice maker. Ooh. Um, so I can go first on this part. Like for me, like yeah. I say, I'm kind of more behind the scenes. I don't ever plan on taking over as the major dice maker. So for me, I would like to see us more branch out into more different games, um, different sets. I was talking to her earlier about a Yahtzee set or, nice. you know, just different things. Um, and maybe do some collaborations with, you know, some of the board game maker. Um, and I would also like to see us more in, um, you know, just kind of be more branded for the African-American community. Cause I, I just didn't find a lot of black dice makers out there. No. All right. And that's something that's really important to us. So, you know, kind of increasing that presence um, and also uh, reaching out or branching out in terms of resin products in general, you know, not just dice, but other things as well, you know, like dominoes or chess pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. And in in the gaming industry, there there is not a lot of diversity. I mean, it's getting better, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they let us women in, you know, a little while ago. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, you know, seeing more people of color and people from the LGBTQ um, communities, it's, uh, it's been good. But yeah, I really feel like that's something important that um, representation is important. And, you know, having um, diverse people from different backgrounds, it only adds more 
positive, like more positivity and, and sure. more creativity and different experiences that we can draw from and learn from in gaming. So I, I think that's All awesome. Right, absolutely. Yeah, that's huge, especially in the D&D community. D&D is about 40 years old. Uh, and it's such a hard back in the day. And we've interviewed a lot of folks uh, that have been playing as long as myself and Jenna. And uh, there's just a huge disconnect with the way the gaming community has grown and it's now catching up to, you know, our current times, which is sad that it's taken 40 years to catch up and the rewriting the books uh, and, and making him more, you know, the books used to just be in him and he and he, you know, like, it didn't reference uh, women in it very often. And if it did, it was like the damsel in distress kind of style, right, uh, yeah. it, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And then just everything else that it goes along, you know, in those uh, areas. And then they're just now catching up, which is just, you know, I just couldn't believe it took 40 years. But now we're such an international community that, um, you know, D&D. &D, and I didn't know growing up that there's a D&D &D community in Europe, you know, living in Europe now, I'm like, they're everywhere. There's, there's gamers yeah. in every country and it's insane. So, right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so perusing your site, just to throw it out there, uh, I've amassed uh, quite a bit. I, uh, <laughs> I, what I, what I try to do is like, all right, what can I get for a hundred bucks? And I've hmm. selected Let's see, seven uh, D8s, two D6s, all, all different types, D20s, a mm -hmm. uh, bunch of D10s, D4s, uh, iced tea set. I'm, I'm from Texas, so I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, a bunch of pairs. Uh, yeah, so going to your site, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of dice makers group everything. And uh, for the longest time before I met Jenna, I was like, oh, I can't buy these dice out there. They're so uh, expensive. And now I've learned like why they're expensive. It's a huge process, hours, 12, 18, 20. You know, sometimes it takes two days, depending on what, what you're doing. Uh, yep. But, you know, perusing your guys' site, I think I've got maybe three sets put together for 100 bucks, maybe four, <laughs> which is incredible. Uh, and yeah, I'm pretty excited. You guys ship international, right? <laughs> uh, well, I have, yeah, I have a military thing. They can ship to me, and I'll ship to you, Kelly. I know. I got 20 items. That's what it. That's what the little box is. 20 items. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, it should be fine. But yeah, again, your website's very straightforward, easygoing. Um, you know, it's it's incredible. Like navigating a lot of the websites that I've gone, it's been difficult. Etsy has been a challenge for me to deal with, but having your own website, I think is really going to help uh, set your business apart from uh, most. And that's my thing. I'm a business person. I, I, that's, that's my jam. And uh, yeah. <laughs> you're the first group that has like their own independent site, which um, it always makes me happy when someone's like out there on the market and they got themselves separated from, uh, you know, those other platforms that, that um, you know, they, they just don't, they're not as helpful <laughs> when you're doing stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, your website's amazing. I agree. I think that was, that was kind of, that was important to me, you know, to set up our independent, because I'm like you, I'm the business person of it. And it's kind of like if Facebook shut down, if Etsy shut down, you're, you're out of business. So it's, right. you know, you can work collaborative with them but we need to have our own space that we own. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mom was uh, the real push on that. You know, she kind of had that foresight to say, you know, well, you know, let's compare the cost because, you know, Etsy takes a cut depending on, you know, what you post and all of that. And, you know, if you're going to do advertisements through them. Um, and, you know, she kind of brought that to my attention of like, well, let's compare the cost of, you know, that versus getting our own domain name, getting our own website. And obviously that's, you know, the choice that we went with. And, um, you know, I 
you know, I think we, I can speak for both of us when I say, you know, we stand by that decision because it just gives you so much more liberty and freedom in terms of what you post, what you want it to look like versus if you were posting on something like Etsy, which, you know, no shame to Etsy or anything like that. No, no, no. Um, but it's just, you know, it's a more stringent format. It is. I think the other part that um, Peyton was really set on was to, um, we have a part on our website that we describe each dice any imperfections, you know, to make sure that everyone is very clear about what they're getting when they purchase. So that was very important to her. Yeah. yeah I, I think, yeah, the transparency is really important in general because, you know, you don't want your customers to be upset because right. they got something that they, they weren't expecting. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I just kind of dove in head first. It sounds like you did a lot more planning. And all that. <laughs> I was just like, all right, now I have an Etsy. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Today, yeah. It's Thursday. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's like one of those things where it, it kind of comes back to the whole community deal where it's like, you know, I was lucky to, I guess, be able to start at this point in this time or whatever, because it's like, you know, the groundwork was already there. You know, I could look mm-hmm. at other people's shops. I could look at other people's websites. I could ask questions to other device makers. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where um, thankfully it's worked out, you know, thus far and all of that, but it's definitely not just, you know, on our own uh, sort of like groundbreaking, quote unquote groundbreaking discovery or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's a lot of, um, you know, uh, again, that openness in the community. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, yeah, it's it's been amazing. I, I honestly couldn't have done it without all those different um, dice makers sharing their their experiences and us problem solving as a community and collaborating as a community. Yeah. And it feels good to be a community because I feel like sometimes in business, it's not, it's so competition like focused and right. like, oh, I can't help, I don't, can't share my secrets with these other people whereas like it feels like it's everybody encourages each other and it's it, I don't know it's just been very, very positive experience on my end and it sounds like it has for you too yeah I mean um mom could you know add on to this since we were we were just talking about that especially in terms of like you know it's like in the dice community how we have trends where it's like you know petri dish uh petri dish uh, method or you know when you emboss the molds and powder it's like you know we have those trends because people are willing to share that methodology and it benefits everybody mm-hmm. well and one dice maker cannot possibly make all of the petri dice for all right. of the <laughs> out there right like right. it you really can't because it you can only output so many hand put, handmade dice, you know, like there's a finite amount of dice you can make. And, and I feel like dice makers are all really focused on quality too. So I yeah. think we all share that perfectionism. Exactly. Like, oh my God, look at this little tiny, but yeah. your, your customer probably won't even notice that, but you're like, what? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and so, the fact that when you make them, even, you know, even for Peyton and I, if we made the same dice, they wouldn't look alike, you know, everybody yep. have their same formula, their same style. So, you know, it can be the same type, but it's gonna, you know, you could have two totally different looking um, dice. For sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and everybody, yeah, has their own unique flares that they bring to things. Um you know, yeah. and I, I am not like famous for any type of style or anything. I like to, to branch out and try everything. I'm, I, I always like to push myself to try the new things. And if it doesn't yeah. work, I'll keep trying. And if, if I can't figure it out, then I'll ask the dice making community and they'll help me, you know? You're right. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's been a good experience and yeah. Um, so I always like to ask like, what dice makers out there do you really admire? Ooh, okay. There's like, I have, oh, like, it's not compiled right now, but there are lists. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like, you know, um, like they're startup creatives who I was just messaging on Instagram because I was like, your dice are so crystal clear. What sorcery are you doing? Because <laughs> I want to get them as shiny as that. 
And, you know, she was just so forthcoming about, you know, how she makes her molds, the sort of stuff that she uses. And she was like, yeah, you know, in fact, I would like to make a, you know, a, a video or, you know, something on it, but I just haven't had the time to. But I'm like, that's so crazy. Or, um, you know, I really, um, on, it's like, I, I don't have the specific names of everybody who's in the Discord that I'm in, but um, I want to say it's run by Dice Cat. I want to say that's their username, and they're the ones who run that Discord. And there's so there's like there's probably a few hundred people in there, I believe. Um, and everybody in there, like I could like just shoot out a question, and somebody would be like, "Oh, try have you tried this? Or maybe it's this, you know?" Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I it's a, it's a good place to be, and I I don't know if it's just because they're are well uh, i just there's a lot of female um dice makers out there and like i i've found that you know like there's like that sense of community that like i get when i'm with a bunch of like women who are passionate about the same thing there are plenty of guys that are great in there too you know there's lots of great male dice makers, but they also share kind of that community oriented, I want to help attitude. I don't know what it is. You know, maybe it's an artist thing or I don't know, but it's- Yeah, I definitely get get the gist of what you're saying though. It's like, I think it's one of those things where we're like, you know, we're we're all in this together. We all have like a thousand dice that need to be sanded. So like, let's just talk about it. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) yep. Like, What's I'm just not gonna look at these. Yeah, that have to be pulling them out of the mold to see what happened. Right, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> I, I'm like looking. I have some like just right next to my laptop. I'm like, I'm not looking at you right now because I know I have to stand you. But like, we're we're just gonna still look and every now and again hope that maybe they're not as bad and maybe it's just like you know some snipping of a screw or something, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel that. I feel that in my soul. Yeah. Got, yeah, I've got like a oh, it's it's bad. I've got so many. I don't have the patience <laughs> I to uh, I've, I've had to limit myself. I, you can only pour twice a week max, Jenna, because you have to stand the ones that are waiting. Right, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of those things where it's like I, I feel that because you know I have enough molds currently to do three sets at a time. But am I going to stand three sets at a at a time? No, I'm not. <laughs> Exactly. So, <laughs> I have to face <Yep>. myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The mutual suffering that we all have is the sand yeah. and polishing. Yeah. See, that's the part I don't understand where I'm looking at her dice. Like, I want to take pictures of them. What's so, what's so bad? Like, can you finish them so I can take pictures of them? She has some on her, di- on her desk now that I'm just like, can I picture these? Can I take pictures? And she's like, no, mom, they're not ready. I'm like, they're not ready. They're naked. Like they're not, they're not, they're not dressed. They're not sanded. They're not inked. They're not ready yet. <laughs> you can take pictures for social media. People put work in progress on there all the time. That's like true. the big dice makers do too. Like, you know, Dispel and Dark Moon and all of them. They'll take right. pictures of their unfinished dice. Oh, I love Dispel so much. I think I have some that yeah. I took this past week of her unfinished dice. You know, I'm not bold enough to post them yet, but I did take some. I'll post away. I, I posted my unfinished dice. I posted one with the spruce still on it, and I was like, "Look, it's a beer dice." <laughs> I did it. It's like I like them, but at the same time, I feel bad because I'm like, "Well, I don't want to have like 13 posts of the same dice, you know?" Because it's like, you know, I would want to capture like, "Okay, these are out the mold. Okay, now they're like just sanded. Okay, now they're inked and they're done." But then I don't want to blow up everybody's feed with like the same set over and over. <laughs> Uh, I like to see stages though. I, I mean, I honestly like to see them. I want to see what it looks like with the ink that they chose. Like I want to see it naked and then I want to see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Peyton and I was talking about that earlier about even with posting it. It's just like, how many times can you post the same dice? Like at what point are you relevant or are you just spam at some point? So, right, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm like, eh, it depends you know. on how far apart the, the posts are, I think. You know, like I'll repost dice that like I had post maybe like six months ago, if I'm like Uh, remaking them or if I've decided those are going to be one of my like signature sets. And since I'm partnering with Maximum Roll, 
-hmm. So there's certain sets that I've got that are exclusive to, you know, crumpets and kerosene, maximum roll entertainment, you know, for the patrons and stuff. But I do post those, you know, I don't get any grief for it. So I think you'll be fine. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Throwback Thursday, those dice. Right. Yeah. um for sure let's see i think is there anything else that you guys want to share about your dice any like i would like to say that it's awesome that on your website you do have armed forces europe and so i was able to get them shipped yeah thank you for ordering it's been my biggest problem with uh being international and a lot of places, even big companies don't have that. And it's really something simple to put in there because there are a lot of contractors and, and military folk out there that uh, they're, they're in these AE, AO, AA mm-hmm. areas that, uh, you know, we want stuff too. So that's right. Awesome. Yeah. And they've got money too. <laughs> yeah. We have got money. I mean, government still pays us. Well, I'm talking more of the guys living on base. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm retired military. I don't have to worry about that anymore. So, yeah, it's, you know, and there's a lot of gamers in, in the uh, military community. You'd be surprised how yeah. many people yeah. are. And they love dice. I feel like a lot of they people do. don't yeah. know that there's like custom dice makers out there. And, uh, All right. Yeah. It blew yeah, my I mind when I found out. I was like, wait a minute, what? Same. Yeah. You know, um, once I saw on Etsy and stuff like that, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute now. This is a whole new door. I know. Right. Whole new level of goblinhood here. Right. Yeah. I was all into like the, I mean, Chessex, like whatever was at my local store for a while. And like, mostly it was just Chessex or whatever, whiz kid or whiz dice, whatever it is. (laughs) You know, just like the, the cheap acrylic dice that you know, maybe I can find some cute sparkly ones. But right, yeah. also all my other friends have the same cute sparkly ones, you know. Right, right. Having your own like that are just like unique to yours. Like there's just a certain special feeling that you get when you go and you're right. like, where'd you get that? And I'm like, I made it. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I made it. That was my original goal. I was like, I can make that my company because it's a gaming company um well podcast network but we want to do other stuff and i'm like i'll make dice and i thought i'd just print dice i didn't know that there was all this and i didn't even know i had to put supports on the dice when i'm printing them so that i was printing them on the actual plate itself and i'm like oh. do i have to carve the number on the other side what's happening jenna and i was like oh, oh, support. Uh, <laughs> so I, I have all these minis uh that mm-hmm. printed i don't know how but they're super tiny uh yeah. and when i first print i'm like oh man these look so shiny and awesome uh and mm-hmm. then after i cleaned them they were dark and murky and that's where the polishing oh. comes in. i'm like so what do i do she's like oh you have to polish them I'm like right it'll take you about 12 hours have fun. Like, right exactly yeah immediately <laughs> i was like i need to find someone else to yeah. do this i i went you know the typical dad i just went and bought the I'm like, oh, I'll do the high end part, and I didn't think about all the like the steps that go in between, you know, like building a bike for your kid. You know, you have to read the instructions. So yeah, I didn't do right. that. I just went to the top, and then I'm like, oh, this is this is a lot more work. Maybe Jenna yeah. will do it. I feel yeah. I feel like I'm the I'm like the ideal person. Like I'll throw the ideal out there, and she have to yeah. kind of figure and make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really just want to do that sanding. I believe that oh. to her. The Give me the math numbers. The I mean, I could probably do that <laughs> yeah, if I was yeah, watching yeah. like a show or something. I could probably do it. But then I'm not counting like how many strokes. Or I hear from yeah. all you guys that the, you have to like count s- sanding sides and use different paper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, yep, there's I a do whole like, process. Yeah, I, I do I, like the 20 figure eights and. <laughs> nope. I grew up in the infantry in the military, and I don't have the patience for uh, uh, <laughs> long yeah, you work. Sand like that. Six papers, and then you got to do the sandpaper before the the zonas. Right. Oh, and then I would right. never sell them because I put so much work in this little dice. <laughs> and you know, and I see some like so some of your dice. You know, it, it ranges from two dollars to to thirty five. 
and I'm like, still those, you know, $2 dice, $4 dice, those that's at least 12 hours of, of, you know, work just underpricing them. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, so far you guys are the lowest price that I've seen. Uh, really? and yeah. I really think that it's, it's more of a, it's like a branding thing. It, it's mm -hmm. more of a, uh, you know, it's hard to put a price on your services. I have a hard time cause I produce podcasts and stuff and I have a hard time yeah. like telling people I $35 an hour because I edit it, but eight minutes of one yeah. minute is, is actually, it takes me 15 minutes to edit three minutes of actuals, right. you know? So it's hard to put a price on your individual stuff and it takes a long time to be like that's worth 60 or 70 and you know you're gonna start getting those people where they'll pay for it uh the cooler you make your dice uh i i really liked a lot of your dice it was really cool and intricate oh, thank and, you. and i love your little top sayings on them but they're all sold out i was like damn it oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was good i was is uh you know it's that kind of stuff right there is like i was immediately trying to find all those dice i would have bought the whole set if they were on there and i'm like that you know that's a good niche uh especially like a good marketing uh tip would be to put a poll out there uh on mm. your social medias like hey what should i write on you know the next face side of the dice and then get a poll of people that would be interested in it and it'd be like okay oh, yeah. 65 people said you know put this on there uh mm. even if 65 people don't order it at least 10 maybe you know, right, eight, yeah. eight to 10 of those people will be like, I'm going to get mm -hmm. that set because, you know, that's what they are thinking at the top of their head that they wanted. So it's it's right. a marketing strategy, too. And Jenna's dice are amazing, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people, yeah. every site that I've gone to, they're all sold out, basically. Uh, we interviewed someone yesterday or day before. Uh, every single set of dice is sold out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have so many back orders. I, I just... I don't have time to put more out there uh and they just right. started like four or five months ago and it, it's just yeah. about you know the style and the brand i think you guys have a really good style it's very yeah, uh, to, to, to me i get that warm texas feel uh from some of you guys <laughs> it sounds weird but like uh they're very bright vibrant and i'm like oh, that's so yeah. cool and that's why i just started clicking through them i'm like <laughs> The oh, real thanks. boss, the real boss is going to be, she's going to be like, what, he spent $110 oh, on dice? <laughs> be bad They're at the essential. end of the day. I'm, I'm going to have to message her preemptively and say, I, I did not tell him to buy hundred dollars <laughs> of dice from every single dice maker. I can't help it because I, I have, and the viewers can't see this, but it's a lot of my pictures. I have like all my dice lined up in front of all my monitors. Um, yeah. And because and, I still play D&D. Uh, yeah. When I'm not like doing other stuff, but yeah, I gotta have those dice showing. I gotta have them sporting out there. So yeah, <laughs> love it. No, no I think it's fine. Yeah. When I first started, I was priced priced at about what you're pricing your dice at. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I raised them by five dollars per set within a month, mm -hmm. and then because I found people were buying them, like, and I was going through quickly, right? I yeah. mean, I'm minor priced at about $50 a set now, just depending. And mm -hmm. people are still paying for them. <laughs> right, right. And I think we talked about that at first, too, is that, you know, for me, I, the finance person, I wanted to go higher. But then I just told her, you know, the market sets the price. You know, yeah. if, if you go, if they're buying it, you know, you can go a little higher. You know, the market is going to set the price to it. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to evaluate your time, you know, that's, that's the, you know, we, we can write out a formula to do the ingredients. It's yeah. that time that you just, it's hard to evaluate. Yeah. It's, right. it's, hard, yeah. It's, it's hard to get that market penetration, especially when it's flooded with, you know, since COVID we've, it's dramatically jumped up, but you know, the, right, dice, yeah. the dice that you do have in your site, I haven't seen, uh, you know, flowing oh. through like and i've been going through a lot of dice the last couple of uh yes. you know weeks that we've been talking about it and then before when i was like i need to get some dice because i give dice i like to give dice away as uh you know mm -hmm. our podcast 
we try to do something and i bought a bunch <laughs> for christmas i bought a bunch of the chess x because there was like 15 dollars for six sets and then i okay, was yeah. sending them out to people and jenna's like i'm looking at this picture and uh those look like they're out of the print ones those are like 100 bucks a pop and i was like mm -hmm. You're, you're giving away dice that are uh I immediately stopped. I, I, lo I lost like, like I sent out two sets. I've kept the rest. They're still in the bag. He's and like, I'm like, what? Finally, I'm a collectible. Uh, you know, I you're giving away anything. collectible dice at this point. I had no mm -hmm. idea. I was like, if you save those for like three years, they'll probably be worth like 500. Well, not 500, but like probably 200 or $300 a set. Like, right, yeah. The limited edition now. Yeah. I mean, well, those old glitter chestics, I auctioned all my old glitter chestics off because I was mm -hmm. like, what do I care about the glitter? Like, I can make yeah. my own chest. Right, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and yeah. so I auctioned them off. I sold a D4 for $104. I was wow. like, really? One D4, one. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was like, oh man, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I bought it for like a dollar at my shop. Right? <laughs> yeah, like Tessex, like, you can get a whole set for like five bucks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I think I got these out of like the little bins. Like, I was like right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, a dollar so, for that. As a consumer, <laughs> Because I've been looking at a lot of dice because I'm trying to get a lot more show people on the show. Uh, I haven't seen very many dice like, like you have, like your iced tea dice. Uh, you'd be surprised. Texas people would eat that up. <laughs> and, and oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a super excited when I saw watermelon because I'm like, I love watermelon. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, it kept on telling me. And another cool thing about your website is even if you go and click there, it tells you at the top, like, hey, we don't have this. And, and then yeah. it's great because a lot of places don't do that. And then you're like, oh, where's my order? And it's because those people are making it because they're just doing it right. to order, you know? And I like that about your site. So I had to go and move around, but at least it told me that, uh, you know, they're not on hand, mm -hmm. uh, which, which for me is helpful because, you know, I'd be waiting and I wait long distance or long periods of time anyway, because I live in Europe. And it, yeah. it does take like a week or two to get, you know, shipped over. But that's another cool thing I liked about the website. You know, it, it told me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been awesome talking with you both. I think this is the first mother-daughter business team we've uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we've interviewed. So this is really exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys Definitely. for having us. Yeah. Right. Thanks for coming on. And then uh like i've been telling all the other ones uh, other dice folks we're gonna get back together again and do like a, a community dice talk because uh i like to talk about the communities of you know like when i'm talking to podcasters and stuff and then um uh i just lost my train of thought <laughs> uh yeah so and then anytime you guys have something that you're about to present or you have like a, a you know, a new product that you're going to put out. More than welcome to come back on the show. Wow, and thank uh, you. we'll help, you know, yeah. you have like a, another different style of sets or like a bunch of liquid cores that you're doing or something like that. More than welcome to come back on the show and then we'll, we'll promote you out there again. Yeah. Aww, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Thank right. you guys for having us. We, you know, we, we were surprised, you know, uh, less than two weeks in to get an invite. So thank yeah. you very much. Just remember like, all of us little people when you get uh, 100,000 followers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Kelly. Cool. Well, again, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you. you. Look forward to coming back next week. Yes. Yep. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Roll. Join us each week as we interview folks within the gaming and entertainment industry, such as writers, illustrators, artists, podcasts, Twitch and YouTube streamers, social media content creators, handcrafted gaming apparel and merchandise, and much more. You can find Maximum Roll on Apple and Spotify and anywhere else you find your podcast. If you want to be interviewed on the show, just email us at MaximumRollEntertainment at gmail.com or Instagram at Maximum underscore Roll underscore Entertainment. 
underscore LLC. And if you like Maximum Roll, check out some of the other Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and streams on the Maximum Roll Entertainment Podcast Network, such as, ah, you know what? I'm just going to let them tell you about their shows. Looking for unique and fun twists to your normal D&D podcast? Well, then check out Crumpets and Kerosene. This fun-filled homebrew game takes our adventurers from the modern world into a land of roving gangs of killer clowns, creepy British children, and the mating habits of dragons, and even Santa Claus. Join Jason, Alora, Merle, Sophia, Quentin, and Serene as they quest their way through the realms of mystery and evil. You can find Crumpets and Kerosene on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible, and everywhere else you find podcasts. You can also find us on Patreon. Just search Crumpets and Kerosene and get even more wild and crazy fun. Hey, hey, stop on by DD420.com. We're a guild of role players brought and bound together by Common Drive, the love of role playing games. We bring our individual skills and personalities together to breathe life into the worlds and games created by our game masters. We also offer podcasts such as Late Night with Jess and Jam. We have custom content, a bestiary for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, and a Discord server where you can find games or just hang out and make new friends. That's dnd420.com. Need some excitement on that morning drive to work? Welcome, adventurers, to Constructed Chaos, a live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast full of unpredictable antics, borking doggos, and engaging fantasy storytelling and roleplay. With sessions recorded in a professional studio setting, You'll feel every bit of the action and hear every snide remark by the snarky NPCs. Jump in and have a listen to our flagship campaign, The Wrath of Zealous, to help us construct some chaos. This is Mark Reinhagen, creator of Vampire the Masquerade and all those other monster games. If you like what I did before, you're going to love the Accursed series of games using a narrative version of the D20 5e game system, in which you play cursed beings in a dark fantasy setting called Lost Lorne. I'm working with a collective of artists, writers, and game designers called the Tailspinners to bring this world and these games to life, and you're welcome to join us on the ride. We are releasing a new zine every month, uh, which in a series of six, detail and outline a unique and amazing campaign setting. We started with Bloodstone Isle and are moving next onto Invictus, the City of Bridges. For a nominal sum, you can get these delivered to you monthly on Patreon. Just type in patreon.com backslash lostlorn. Thanks for listening. Games like Dungeons & Dragons are more popular than ever. But with tons of rules, mountains of books, and so many dice, it can be hard to know where to get started. That's where Dungeoneering with Jason comes in. We're Dungeon Masters for Hire. Take a break and let us run your next game. One-on-one -on -one tutorials are also available for new DMs. Contact Dungeoneering with Jason today. Adventure is just a click away. Mm -hmm.